Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. And we are brought to you by Bet Online. And folks, football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your number one source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. It is the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. And Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Monday to you. Happy first Monday of the official offseason for the NFL. Uh, the Super Bowl played yesterday. Entertaining game. I know there were some folks that had some. Um, mixed feelings as far as the quality of the game there in the second half. It kind of got bogged down a little bit, but uh, I thought it was a very entertaining game from start to finish. thought the halftime show was very good, everything I hoped it would be. So uh, I hope everybody else in this programming feels the same way as I do about Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams, world champions. Um, I enjoyed the game. It was a tight football game. I think people just, whenever there's not like, tons of crazy passing yards and big plays down the field. It's, it's just labeled bad football. And this was a game where I felt like the entire time you had both teams kind of feeling each other out. Obviously the Rams were like crazy dedicated to running the football. You saw some, some interceptions, you saw some weird situational moments, but what more can you ask for from this game? That was pretty much a one score game the entire time. And it came down to, you know, the last sequences of the game. I, I mean, I was entertained. And um, I, I mean, I, if anything, it's one of those years where you really felt like it was as wide open of a race to be in this game and win it as ever. And so I think with 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 that kind of being on a lot of people's minds, that maybe took away from what was actually a really entertaining football game. Uh, Where do we start? We could we start talk with about... the MVP discussion because sure, sure. Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup. Hard to argue, right? Eight catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. And obviously he I mean, you that that offense was different for the Rams when Beckham went down. I felt like it was very constipated. I mean, you're talking about Higby not available, Beckham not available. You know, they're throwing her like their third tight end and stuff like that. You see it. Ben Skarnick getting targets. That's never good. I've never seen anything good happen when he's targeted. Uh, and so I really re- appreciate what Cup was able to do in this football game and, and really answer in some critical moments. But man, oh man, did Aaron Donald have a case, you know? And, and I don't know. I, is this thing voted on by like fans? Because 
I saw the opportunity to do that on the screen to like vote for the NFL MVP. And I, I was a little surprised that that was the method in which they arrived at the Super Bowl MVP. But man, I thought Aaron Donald had a hell of a case to go with cup. I don't think that's the only feedback. I don't know, Chris, are you any wiser than we are as far as the Super Bowl MVP process? I believe it is a collaborative process, similarly to the way that the uh, NBA All-Stars get voted for. 50% given to the fans, the coaches and players vote, and then there's there, there's a whole process. Because I do remember at one point during the game when they showed that graphic, Chris Collinsworth joked, he was like, they just handed me my ballot in the booth, and I have no idea who I'm going to vote okay, for. So I believe I have the established answer. media also votes as well. The winner is chosen by a panel of 16 football writers and broadcasters, and since 2001 – fans voting electronically the media's panel ballots counts for 80 percent of the vote tally chris it. and the chris viewers ballot it. make up the t- other 20 percent. chris nailed it can't bleed no love for my guy ernest jones all of a sudden he's your guy okay <laughs> i liked him I he's liked a likable prospect yeah yeah you remember we watched him with um andrew dell we did when he was he went to House of Athlete Combine with us. Andrew, linebacker for the Saints. He did an externship with us last offseason, scouted some prospects, and we watched some tape on, on Ernest Jones and said, hey, guys, got a little something to him. Guy had seven tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss, and a pass defensed on a fourth down to help create a turnover and scoring range for the Rams. My guy. Uh, but, yes, Joe, I would be remiss if I didn't. Aaron Donald in the last 20 minutes of that football game Kind of took it over. He was he was getting a lot of attention early on too, man, and freed up a lot of his teammates to make some plays. Let me ask you this, Kyle. Every time somebody wins a Super Bowl, there's always this reaction to it, and teams or fans of other teams say, okay, if we can just do this like the Super Bowl champions did, we can get there. I know. Did you have going. anything from this game that fits that? narrative um yeah go get a high level established quarterback on the trade market <laughs> okay those aren't always right? walking around but I, right this year we could see some of that right well With but it's, Wilson, Aaron it Rogers. sounds like the momentum's not really there for any of them right now that's yeah, gonna eat Gr- up right yeah who's sports reporting the the packers are prepared to give aaron 45 million per mm. we've heard the reports over the weekend that rogers and green bay are in as good of a place as they've been in years uh, they're ready to spend up against the cap and and go all in, and rightfully so, in my opinion. Um, Russ Wilson said he he hopes he retires the Seahawk this past week. Did he really? I didn't hear that. So I don't I don't know I don't know that I don't know that they're going to be out there. You Is get there Carson an... Wentz though. Oh boy! You trade for Carson. <laughs> Is there going to be a massive overreaction for Kirk Cousins? Well, apparently, Kirk, that was uh, all the incumbent quarterbacks, the reports this weekend where they are coming back because Kirk Cousins was, quote, expected to be back in Minnesota, according to reports. Oh, my weekend. goodness. OK, well, I guess we'll let it play out. So, I'm, Chris, Chris, go ahead. What do we define as an established NFL quarterback? Because I got a name for you. For well, trade or for free agency? For trade. Let's not poop on the resume of Matthew Stafford. I mean, this guy's had some of the most productive passing seasons in NFL history. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think my name lives up to what Matt Stafford was a year ago. That's why I'm asking for a okay. bit of a clarification Let, here. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I listen, it, it didn't end well this past season for this guy with this city. The receiver that they kicked out of town just won a Super Bowl ring. Oh, he's going with <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I mean, is Baker the guy that teams may call up about? I would not be surprised. I mean, it seemed like there was some friction there with him and Stefanski towards the end of the year. And Stefanski was more than happy to say, hey, you want to keep playing? Go ahead, keep playing while you've got 18 different injuries and look really bad. So that way this disaster of a season doesn't come back on me. It's going to come back on you instead. I mean, I think Baker is going to upgrade some team's quarterback situation, but I don't know that you trade for Baker and say, wow, we've got everything we need at the quarterback position to go be the Rams in 2022. I would agree. Maybe you can get I mean, Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals. That That's a weird one. That is a weird one. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check them out at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. The best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies. We get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road. We get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injuries and disease. We do chores regularly, some of us, to avoid a giant mess of a house. Going to therapy is like all of these. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional well-being to prevent bigger issues down the road. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Draft Network's Draft Dudes listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash draft dudes. Can we touch on the new discourse that's taking place with Matthew Stafford? and his place in the pantheon of NFL quarterbacks, because now all of a sudden the Hall of Fame debate has started with Matthew Stafford. Where where Chris has already shaken his head no. I at no, least want to entertain the idea. I, no, Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer. I I, oh. I I disagree with this notion that just because a guy wins a Super Bowl, that now that all of a sudden is the hall pass to have the conversation. Okay? It's very hard. It's very difficult to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Aaron Rodgers only has one. Pat Mahomes only has one. Those are some of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen play. Okay, it's very difficult to win just one Super Bowl. So if you don't win a Super Bowl, that should not be like a disqualifier. That's what I hate about this argument. Was this a conversation, though, before last night? No. Because I don't remember ever having this conversation. But now that he's won, it's okay. He's joined that elite company as Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. And I mean, you look at his numbers, he's played 12 seasons. He's got five yards short of 50,000 yards. He has more than twice as many touchdown passes as interceptions for his career, 323 to 161. He just won a Super Bowl. He's statistically a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. right? Relative like- to some of the quarterbacks that are in. Now, do we do we need to see him maybe get another if he gets another Super Bowl, then it's probably an open and shut case. But Kyle, agree? he has a losing record as a starting quarterback. He's only 86, 95, and one. Please, I mean, please understand. I was being facetious. Yes, I was joking. We, we, heard, we heard the sarcasm. We heard the sarcasm. 
Ben Ben Roethlisberger, we we all assume is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and obviously Stafford hasn't played as long as Ben, but statistically they'll be very comparable. And Ben did Ben win two Super Bowls? No. Yeah, he won two. His, yes, it was the one against Arizona with um with Cower, and then he's got the one with Tomlin. He's got two. Yes. Yeah, he does have two. Now That's I like an because, open and shut conversation. Because you asked Joe, I and I had uh, Pro Football Reference up. I have compared Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Stafford. Now Ben has played five more seasons than Matt, but I will tell you this: uh, Ben finished with sixty-four thousand, just north of sixty-four thousand yards. Matt's going to pass five thousand or fifty thousand next season. Four hundred eighteen touchdowns for Ben to three hundred and twenty-three uh, for Stafford. Um, and are there any other numbers that you want? Their completion percentages are pretty close. 64.4 for Ben, 63 for Stafford. Give me the picks. Uh, ben Roethlisberger has 211. Matthew Stafford has 161. I'd like to introduce a new name to the chat that I think embodies the spirit of this conversation, and that's Philip Rivers. Okay, so you'd like me to redo this with... Well, statistically, he's... Right, very comparable to Ben. Maybe more touchdown passes. No Super Bowl. So you want me to you want me to compare Stafford to Rivers? Is that what you're asking me to do? I would like us to compare Rivers to Roethlisberger because I think we all agree that Roethlisberger is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. All right, well, yes. Uh, that requires me to now do something to do this a little differently. So if you could filibuster for me here for just a second. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you're facing today on the internet, it is more important than ever to make sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I've got it. So uh, Philip Rivers playing one less season than Ben Roethlisberger. They were in that same draft class. Uh, uh, Rivers a sixty-four point nine percent completion percentage to Ben sixty-four point four. Roethlisberger is sixty-four thousand and eighty-eight yards to Philip Rivers is sixty-three thousand four hundred and forty yards. Uh, Philip Rivers three more touchdowns, four twenty-one to Roethlisberger's four eighteen. Rivers sacked two less times. I- I'm sorry. R- Rivers threw two less picks. Um, and is there anything else that you want? quarterback rating uh qbr is what you're asking me for just passer rating 93.5 for roethlisberger uh qb rating and philip rivers is 95.2 so basically the same player less two super bowls do we all minus two super bowls is rivers a hall of famer yes i I believe philip rivers is a hall okay all right just want to make sure we're on the same page there so that's so Philip Rivers is Matthew Stafford without the Super Bowl. Well, how many years did Rivers Rivers played from 2004 17? to 2020? 17 years, yeah. So Matt's got another 5 years. He's going to blow past all these numbers and he's got a Super Bowl. Okay, I think we have our answer to that. 
<laughs> I mean, Matt was one of the the first guys in this new push to go over 5,000 yards, yeah. too. And he nearly did it back-to-back seasons. And he definitely would have got it in 2019 had he not got hurt after eight games. Yeah, he, he had, was balling that year. Yeah, 2,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, and five picks in eight games. <laughs> is the best quarterback rating he's posted in his career. So can I can I just add some context to this? If you take out his rookie season and then the following year in which he only played in three games, right? So I take those years yep. out. You go from 2011 yep. all the way up to now. He has averaged um, 5,002 yards, and per seven, and on a per 17 game sample, it's 5,300 yards a season. That's how good he's been. Total yards, like including rushing yards. No, no. If you just take his passing, I apologize. The statistics are not working. I had the wrong numbers. Stand by. It's a little sus. Stand by. Stand by. I can't get the years to load. (laughs) Here we go. We've got it. We've got it up here. On on from 2011 to 2021, so just the last 10 seasons for Stafford. Yes, he averaged 4,290 yards on a per 17 game basis. Now with the extra game, it comes out to 47-47. Yeah, so he's going to get close to 4,800 yards a season. If he plays another three seasons, that's 12,000 yards. That puts him right in the in the range of Roethlisberger. I'm assuming he's going to play more than three seasons. He's 33. We haven't even talked about how that pass to Cup was a no look pass. Yeah, that was sick, right? Sick throw. <laughs> that was down the field too, man. Yes. That, that was, that was 20, throw. 20 yards on a rope, going to pull that zone defender onto the spot route and throw it about two inches from his outstretched hand on a rope. Unbelievable no play. What is this? What is this conversation about Aaron Donald retiring? What uh, is this? this? Did, you heard, did you hear it in the pregame? No. It was a report on the pregame that Donald mentioned in the buildup to the game that he's considering walking away. I thought it was the most awkward thing in the entire world when he's obviously emotionally excited about winning the Super Bowl. And that press conference went on like a little bit too long to begin with. And then it, like she tries to sneak in a question about if he's going to retire. You mean on the field? Yeah, on the field. He's like, I just want to go rolling the confetti with my kid. Well, you know, don't you, if that was a report that was made before the game by somebody on the same broadcast team and that had been shared, don't you have a journalistic obligation to ask the Probably, question in the awkward. event that he gives you that answer? No, it's not I awkward. Hated it. It's not awkward. The report was if they were to win the Super Bowl, he might retire. They just won the Super Bowl. You got to ask the question. Uh, yeah, I don't hey, disagree Joe? with you, Joe. I hate that they asked it, but you have an obligation to ask it based on the report. Joe, they did the same thing to Tom Brady last year when he won a Super Bowl, and he like laughed off Jim Nance. He's like, yeah, you know we're coming back. Stop. Get out of here. I hate all that. I hate that like within seconds of like achieving what you've literally done everything you possibly could to get to, you have to face a question like that. Well, then we he got- shouldn't have said anything before the game. We got so into the retirement cycle that there were talks of Sean McVay retiring if they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. What's that? TV. Like, okay, do, do what you want to do for your that life. that John Gruden but... life? Yeah, you're not wrong. What, we just Monday, saw the go, numbers, go Monday right? Night Romo's... Football get $25 million a year to do Monday Night Football broadcast or whatever? Romo's getting $18 million a season, the same as Bill Belichick is the GM head coach combo for the <laughs> New England Patriots. Right. And, and what's the workload? One game a week. 
study a couple of opponents, go to a production meeting and talk to Jim Nance about the game for millions of people to hear. $18 million. I'll tell you this. I, for whatever reason, in the lead up, I was, I was reading a lot of content, consuming a lot of preview stuff. And I stumbled across, I don't, I don't ask me how, but I stumbled across this, this podcast that Sean McVay does. I don't know if you guys have heard of this podcast. And he had Kyle Shanahan on. They is re- this real life right now, Kyle? The, is this a real life? He's trolling, he's trolling us. He's trolling the us. The Ringer <laughs> re- replayed the episode on their us. YouTube page of the, of the one that when, they had Mc, when they had Shanahan on. So I finally listened to it after you guys talking about it for six weeks straight on the podcast. Yeah. Dude, Sean McVay can talk ball. Get him on a broadcast. I listen to that dude talk ball all day long. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No kidding, man. He'd be phenomenal. And, like, he's going to get at least $15 Do you realize the workload comparison for being a broadcaster versus an NFL head coach? Yeah. Now, And even this morning I had seen it was from some – reputable report i don't remember who exactly who it was so my apologies to them but it was like i still would not be surprised if in the next three or four years sean mcveigh ends up walking away man well he just he, he just appeared in his second super bowl at age 36 he's the youngest coach to ever win a super bowl 36 years and 20 days he's even said i can't do this till i'm 60 he started so young like he just he's just not going to be able to do it. So he is not going to have the standard long run as an NFL head coach that we've grown accustomed to when a guy that is that good and that talented as a coach. Like we're not talking a Belichick, a Bill Cowher, uh, a Mike Tomlin, uh, an Andy Reid. We're not talking about one of those guys. Like it's just not going to happen. I, just, it, I would argue thing. that he should he should consider reconsider that. Because he's got 55 wins in five years. He's 36 years old with a Super Bowl. Never had a losing season. This is potential to go down as one of the all-time GOAT coaches based on his first five years in the league. And he's, he's still younger than most head coaches when they get their first gig. And he's got 55 wins plus a Super Bowl. It's a hell of a position to be in because I understand both sides of it. Sure. I mean, this guy's going to work a hundred less hours a week to be a broadcaster and make more potentially or comparable money. I get it. He wants to get married and have kids. I get it. But you can also be the go down as the greatest coach in NFL history. I don't know. Those are, uh, those are very different paths (laughs) as far as what your life looks like. Well, and it's ultimately, ultimately, it's his life, right? He can make yeah. whatever decision that he wants. It's. I just thought it was interesting that like Donald and McVeigh, both, yeah, like the day of the game, and we got like a lot of news yesterday, a lot of reports yesterday. Mm-hmm. Both of them coming out on the doorstep of the game starting. I thought was was interesting. It was like a homework deadline in college. Everybody was trying to file up before like right. the homework deadline, and everyone was like, just just get it out there, tweet it, tweet it. There's a Kyle wee woo here if we if we want to do it. Wee woo wee woo wee woo. <laughs> the Dolphins got an offensive Let's coordinator. Go. Oh, Frank Smith. You know who's the offensive line coach with the Chargers last year? Run game coordinator and offensive line coach with the Chargers last year. Frank Smith. Yes. So he's, his primary background is is in tight ends, but he was an offensive line coach last year, and then they brought the offensive line coach Applebaum 
not to be confused with Miss Appleberry from Coco Melon, but uh, Matt Applebaum <laughs> from Boston College <laughs> is the new offensive line coach for the Dolphins. So they've brought in multiple offensive line coaches, and um, I love that they're getting an offensive a guy who was an offensive line coach last year in that offensive coordinator role because we had this exact epiphany on the show. If you want to have continuity with your offensive line coach, you got to give him a little something extra than just being an offensive line coach, right? Yeah. Because there's always that opportunity to offer that assistant head coaching job. Uh, if you're the offensive coordinator, but you were an offensive line coach last year, the only way you're leaving if you perform well is if somebody hires you to be their head coach. So we will baby. Let's go. I dig it. Let's close on this. How about Andrew Whitworth? I mean, what a, a sequence for him being named NFL man, a Walter Payton man of the year uh, into a Super Bowl championship after the career that he's had doing it against his former team, the Bengals, where he spent so many years and has just been such a high quality player. There's no debate there. That's a Hall of Fame football player. And um, I guess we've seen the end of him, but what a what a respectable career uh, that I will always admire. Well, they expedited the patch form, right? That was kind of your telltale sign that this was going to be it for him, is that normally the the winner of that award wears the patch on their jersey for the following season, and the NFL oh, expedited the patch so that he could sick. wear it in the game last night. That story came out after he won the award during the week. And so once he did that, it, once they did that, everyone was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of it. And then he joked, I don't know if anyone caught it on the broadcast, but they were talking with him in the lead-up, uh, Collinsworth and yeah. Michaels, and, and they said, hey, with R Brady retiring, you're now the oldest player to – to, you know, to play th this year. And he's like, yeah, I'll have that distinction for about another week. So he kind of knew he was kind of hinting <laughs> that this was going to be it for him. So yeah. yeah, pretty cool send off for Andrew Whitworth. Hope you guys enjoyed this draft dudes post Super Bowl discussion. The uh, legal tampering period opens one month from today, everybody. So plan accordingly. Hope your team's got a little dollars to spend because if they do uh, a month from now, they'll be pretty busy. Uh, we will be busy as well. So make sure you hit subscribe here on the podcast. Uh, make sure you follow along. We were out in Los Angeles last weekend and we got a lot of great player interviews, both college prospect and NFL that are going to be coming your way this week as well. So keep an eye out for that. Thanks as always to our friends over at bet online for their continued support of the podcast. And thanks to all of you for listening to draft dudes. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.